Hello, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Boss Ravioli Queens. We are Boss Lady Amy, Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. And we are three very real caregivers who decided we are going to spill all the ravioli on trending topics, healthcare, and so much more. We've decided that we're going to cover a non-healthcare topic every other week as a form of self-care. After all, we live and breathe our jobs. Don't worry, we'll still have plenty of ravioli to spill. We can't talk about work all the time. Sometimes we gotta be Cheerios because normally we're Fruit Loops. On that note, let's get messy. Warning, this podcast includes profane language, crude humor, mature subjects, and possible talk of bodily fluids. This may not be suitable for listeners under the age of 18. Happy 4th of July, everybody. This episode is called The Price of Freedom. We'll be discussing all kinds of things going on with America and kind of like stuff that relates to the 4th of July. Happy 4th! America! America! Patriotism! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So the first topic we were going to talk about was PTSD, our vets, fireworks, all the things. All the things. So I feel like it's relevant to our caregiving field as well because um, there are like adult family homes and CBRFs. Um, that there are vets present at that we take care of sometimes. I mean, and there's also homes that cater just to vets. Right. Literally. And yep. vets' family members and mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. So, um, PTSD is a very real thing for a lot of people, but for war vets, um, obviously, like, the big booms of the fireworks, depending on how close they are, like, the facility is, uh, can make them freak out sometimes and make them think that they're back in the war. Mm-hmm. I actually do have a friend of mine that he's not even in a home or anything, but he has problems with fireworks. He ju- he just hates the 4th of July because it's very much PTSD for him. And he mostly just hides in his house and tries to, like, drown out the noise as m- best as possible. Mm-hmm. Aw, poor guy. Yeah. That's really sad. What does, he di- what does he do to drown out the noise? Uh, just listen to music, turn the TV up really loud, stuff like that. Noise-canceling headphones are yeah. our lifesaver. <laughs> Something like that. It gets kind of traumatic for some people because it's like it basically takes them back to when they were on the battlefield. Right. So like while all of us are out grilling and drinking and watching fireworks, they're literally hiding inside their home hoping they don't hear a bang. Mm hmm. Well, and the ironic thing is like so many people associate the 4th of July with like the veterans and like, you know, thanking your veterans for like like keeping us free or whatever. And so, like, that's kind of ironic that the veterans are the ones that are afraid of the fireworks and we're literally su- using yeah. the fireworks to yeah. celebrate America's America. America's birthday. Yeah. I also feel like we should probably, because it's, it's not all-inclusive, like, not every vet with PTSD is going to react the same way. Not one size fits all. Like, there are some people that can handle it and others that cannot. And, I mean, not every vet has PTSD. Truth. Yeah, it just depends. No matter what, just be respectful. Don't Courteous. be a dick. Courteous. Um, that's our running theme. Please don't be a dick. <laughs> I should just get that on a t-shirt. Just wear it all the time. Yeah, Literally. right, we should. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things that we do for our residents um, around holidays, especially 4th of July. Um, it's honestly no different than what you would do with your family. 
Um, the homes, you know, have grills sometimes depending on how independent the residents are, can have like outside, like backyard games. Um, sometimes they can go to see fireworks, you know, depending on what their abilities are. Uh, we have cookouts. We do all kinds of fun stuff. Like, you know, we don't limit our people to the houses like people Some think. of them can have alcohol, too, to an extent. I was going to yep. mention that. Yep. Yep. To an extent. It kind of, like, it kind of depends on, like, some of the medications they might be taking or their cognitive abilities. Like, obviously, you don't want to unpair them more or, like, basically right. comatose them because they're taking <laughs> some sort of wrong medication with alcohol. But, I mean, it's only fair because, I mean, if they're of age and that's something they enjoy... If we are able to give it to them, we will. Exactly. There's no reason that they shouldn't have it if they are able to. You mean shouldn't be allowed to have it? That's what I mean. Whatever. Same thing. You got what we meant. Exactly. (laughs) Nicole's just being a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you two yahoos over here. Jesus No, it's like... I know it's been a long day, but damn! (laughs) To me, it sounded like you have to have alcohol in your system at some point. She's always the one to correct us. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Anyways, Jasmine chose violence today. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. You're getting the other face today, bitch. (laughs) I don't care. I can hold my own. You know that. <laughs> that joke. That joke's funny to them because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> yeah, and very much so, Gemini. <laughs> so, um, other things that we can do with the residents, um, if they can't get like go outside for fireworks or like you can't take them to fireworks, can always try and like Chromecast or like cast from your phone on the TV. Yeah. That works very well because most most places now are pretty with it. Like they have mm-hmm. like smart TVs and stuff. So sometimes even the home itself will get um sparklers. some sort of sparklers or like little fireworks yeah. that, that we can light off for them to, you know something fun snappers. for them to do. The snappers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. pull so many pranks with those. Toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch out now. I used to have wars with my friends with those, and we'd like snap them at each other's feet. Yep. Oh mm. yes. It hurts. It does hurt. It, it does hurt. Burns. We chuck them at each other, and it does fucking hurt. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. We don't do that to the residents, though. <laughs> Was that really necessary? <laughs> Just <again>. absolutely. <laughs> I feel like there's a couple residents that I know of that would actually start those wars, though. <laughs> right, yeah. With how we talk to each other. Yeah, it's important to know. We don't talk to the residents like this. This is us unprofessionally, <laughs> like, but still, right. like, half-ass professional in a way. Our organized chaos. Yeah. Exactly. But, no, I think it's really important to note that, like, you know, we've we've um, tried to... What's the word? destigmatize I don't think that's a word but we're going to use it destigmatize caregiving and you know we've been doing that for a while now and yeah like holidays that's a huge part of their lives and we absolutely treat them like normal people just because they have disabilities doesn't mean anything they get to celebrate just like we do yep and that's like for most holidays not just fourth of July but oh it's um, everything Thanksgiving Christmas we we make sure to make all the holidays special Easter 
Especially for the ones that um don't always have a lot of family that come and get them. I mean, some of them will have family that like comes and gets them for certain holidays or um, will take them places or whatever on special occasions. But there's also a lot of residents that like basically get stuck in a home and then they have they have like no one that really comes and sees them, doesn't really mm-hmm. have anybody who like really I know it sounds awful, but really cares for them anymore. And um that becomes our job to try to make stuff special for them for as long as they're with us. Exactly. And that's like a big reason that we emphasize like how much we work and how much we're with these people because they literally do become like your family, oh, like your second 100%. family. Um, I've actually seen certain um, residents I've taken care of or whatever, like, out in public because some of them can, like, kind of go off and do their mm-hmm. own thing. And they'll, like, see me in public and stuff or whatever, and they'll come up to me or, you know, they feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, sometimes it feels... Sometimes when you're not working, it feels a little frustrating because you, like, you know, you have to socialize with this person that you socialize with all the time (laughs) on the moments of your life when you don't want to like talk to anybody (laughs) well it's the worst when you're out with your family and they're like hey who's that and i'm like i'm not gonna tell you and i also can't introduce you because hipaa (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, right right that's what happened to that's what happened to me one time i was out somewhere with my mom and this guy came up to me and saw me or whatever. And he asked if I was here for him. Like, if I was, like, looking for him or something. And I'm like... You found me! No, you're fine. I'm like, I'm here for, like, lunch or whatever. And, and he was, like, freaking out about it. And then my mom asked about it. And I'm like, um, it's just one of my residents. Like, I can't, I can't introduce you, guys. But, like... And that gets hard, too. Especially, like... With the holidays, you, you know, you've always, there are those supervisors that are like, oh, we're going to do this really fun thing with the residents. Like, it's family friendly. Bring your kids. Like, as wonderful as that sounds, like, I don't want to mix my personal and professional life no, like that. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I don't well, like that's like either. the one place I worked when I was still with Sir Gives Me the Ick a lot. Um... <laughs> Her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, we've thrown a lot of shade at him in the past few episodes. Well, I don't remember how many episodes ago, but there's a lot of shade being thrown, and it is well fucking deserved, okay? That's all I'm going to say We're going to keep it. throwing it. Always. Um, you get always. some shade, and you get some shade. <laughs> Anyways, when I still like lived with him and whatever, and I got that job out by where he lives, mm. um... They had like a like a family day kind of thing with the residents and the workers that were off could bring their families because they had like games and whatever and face painting and blah 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 and I'm like okay that's super cool and everything but I still would never bring my child to my workplace. Right. Right. Unless absolutely necessary. Like, you know. And it can also be like kind of dangerous too because depending on like um what your clients or consumers um need it could be dangerous for like what if a kid gets into something that they shouldn't and it could jeopardize your your resident or client safety or on the flip side it could be something behavioral and you're maybe and maybe um one of the residents lashes out at your child yeah you know it can go either way so it's kind of dangerous to mix that because, I mean, when you're working there or whatever, you're, like, kind of, like, your company kind of takes care of you. So you would hope. You would hope. <laughs> that, ha- that exact scenario has happened to me. Um, I There was times where, like, my husband was 
working like long shifts or whatever and I had to take my son with me to work I literally had no other option I would tell my supervisor what was going on and they were like just take him with and that that exact scenario happened to me like I had to choose between my son and my residence because I was single staffed and it was awful and my son was like outside playing and he was like into something he was like bending down or whatever trying to like pick up rocks or wood chips or something Mm. and the resident thought he was like getting into trouble or whatever and so he was like worried about it so he like tried to bend down to pick him up but he had poor vision so he couldn't exactly like see what was going on so he ended up falling and then my son ended up like tumbling out of the way and so they both are on the ground the residents like screaming my son is crying and I'm literally like standing here like what do I do (laughs) like I never ever want this to happen ever again (laughs) like yeah that would be kind of like traumatizing to be honest it was horrible I'm so glad my son was young enough that he does not remember that it was awful it was horrifying (laughs) I don't want that to happen ever again. (laughs) So since we're kind of on the topic of ourselves. I almost, almost, I'm not going to lie. I almost feel like at this point, caregiving jobs, if they're going to like work us as hard as they do, they should provide childcare. Oh, 100%. Agreed. Like, I feel like they should at least like, I don't know, even if it's like something as simple as like they open a home for just childcare for employees. Yeah, but yeah. even at that, if they hire half the people that um, we've seen come and go, mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust my child being at that daycare. <laughs> I know, but I guess child care is kind of the same, but like a little different. Also, for the record, I don't have any kids. I'm just hypothetically speaking. Right. Right. And honestly, in this day and age, I'm not sure if I even want kids anymore. Yo. <laughs> I don't think I can um, barely afford to feed myself, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to switch gears here since we're already talking about ourselves anyway. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk about why we started the podcast. Um, and why do we want to talk about that? We want to get rich quick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because we want people to know why we started the podcast. Well, I know, but we're supposed to tell you. In the 4th of July. Because <laughs> freedom of speech. Hello. Podcast. We're able to do this because we live here and we have freedom of speech. Exactly. Sometimes. Thanks, Miss Ravioli. <laughs> For clarifying. <laughs> Anytime. I guess we had to correct you this time. Ain't nobody had to correct me. You guys are like eating this up and I'm like, can we just fucking move on? We're please? eating what up? <laughs> Ravioli. <laughs> Ain't nobody eating me up, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Sorry, y'all. We're nasty. (laughs) I'm a little unhinged today. Sorry. (laughs) I think we all are. Accurate. So anyways, we originally, we started the podcast for obviously freedom of speech, but I think we've like reiterated this on like some other episodes before, but it's because um, we love what we do, and um, it gives us the opportunity to voice, like, our opinions on not only just healthcare, which we do all the time, but, like, other, maybe our opinions on issues, other issues in the world, or anything like that. So, hopefully giving a voice and are able to relate to a lot of people out there that kind of feel the same way we do. 
Same way we we do. (laughs) I can't spit out words, apparently. It's all right. At least one of us per episode cannot English. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I guess um, I wanted to debunk myths for sure because there's so many out there surrounding caregiving. And it's just not anything like it used to be. And, you know, I feel like we're still fighting even now to show people, like, the protections that we have in place for these people. And we're fighting so hard to show, like, these people are safe. Like, you don't have to worry about them because, like, we're here for them. We've got them. Right. Like, not every bad caregiver or CNA story that you see on the news is how everybody is. No. Exactly. I mean, the reason it's on the news is because it's out of the ordinary. Exactly. If it wasn't out of the ordinary, it wouldn't be on the news. And I think um, the other reason is, you know, I just wanted to show, like, we don't get nearly enough praise for our job, and it's it's such a wonderful field, and not enough people think they're caregivers, and they realize what we go through, because we're not just caregivers. We're homemakers, we're bakers, we're plumbers, we're <laughs> any and everything. Plumbers we, is accurate. <laughs> we do laundry, we cook, we brush their teeth, we get them in the shower, we take them to the bathroom, we sing with them, we do art with them, we do activities with them, we take them out in the boat. Like, it's everything. Hence kind of why we want to get paid more. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not really about the pay either. It's, um, like, we do care about what we do, but honestly, it's just being able to live. Like, we go to work all the time or whatever, and then it kind of sucks when we're doing all of this stuff, and then... Have nothing to show we, for it. We have whatsoever. nothing to show for it whatsoever, and then come home or whatever, and we get to struggle at home taking care of our own families. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of sucks. So, I mean, it's not necessarily like getting paid more, but like, right. even if like the cost of living went down or the cost of groceries went down again or something like that. But like, obviously, that's probably not going to happen. So, you know, paying employees more would be probably be a better option. Yo. <laughs> Lesson up, America. <laughs> Um, so for my side of things, um, as boss lady Amy and I have talked about quite a few times, we really wanted to advocate for caregivers too, because while the residents have a plethora of rights, you see how she said just her and boss lady Amy talk about it. They excluded me. (laughs) You just weren't out of the fucking phone that time. Oh, see? See how it is? They didn't even bother trying to call me. Wow. Actually, I'm pretty sure I did, and you didn't fucking answer, which happens, like, 50% of the time. Oh, oh, so okay. I Come don't at even want to hear it. Come at me, bro. I don't even want to hear it. Did you only try once? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually. So, um, Do you know how many times Jasmine... Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! Not the gumdrop buttons. I can't see it right now. Okay, continue. Any, uh, thanks. Are you going to interrupt me again, bitch? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it depends on what comes out of your mouth next. <laughs> so boss lady Amy and I were on the phone. <laughs> and we were talking about like why we wanted to start this podcast. And um, this was after the initial three-way phone call where the idea was brought up. He is a dick. <laughs> Can I finish my thoughts now? (laughs) Continue. (laughs) So we were talking about how caregivers virtually have like zero rights 
we even get stuck on like 24s and people just look the other way like it's not dangerous or anything that you're no, like super tired and giving insulin or which honestly, passing meds such which and such honestly in reality it is technically illegal but everybody just looks the other way nobody really oh. enforces mm-hmm. that unless, at all for us caregivers unless someone makes a complaint and then you know OSHA and state have to do their thing but usually they're like it nothing comes of it Literally nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I also want to point out, I guess I don't know um, how it works for all states, but in our state specifically, the state has up to two years to investigate a claim. Mm-hmm. Unless there is, like, proof of immediate danger to, like, residents, not even to staff, really, but mainly to residents, Um, yeah, they have two years. So, like, a lot of the times, by the time they get there... The person who made the complaint is probably already, like, gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so another reason we wanted to do this podcast is also to, like, vent. To be able to vent about it, but also to give other caregivers a voice. Because another form of self-care, y'all. Yeah! Being able to vent about problems in life. <laughs> so, um, from what we've been told so far, we're pretty relatable. So, um... We wanted to get that out there, too, because we wanted the other caregivers of the world to know that they are not alone in what they're going through. Like, we can, we see you, we are you, we relate to you, you relate to us, um, such, so on and so forth. And feel free to leave us suggestions on stuff on episodes and stuff on what you want us to talk about. Literally, if you guys follow us on Facebook, which if you don't already, please do. Boss Ravioli Queens on Facebook. Um, It's Boss Ravioli Queens on TikTok, too. Yep. Um, Also, Twitter. Yep. I don't think we really post on Twitter, though. (laughs) I do sometimes. I I usually post our links and stuff to our podcast and everything on Twitter. And also on each of our socials, there is a link tree where you can find our RSS feed, which will Mm. take you to wherever you would like to listen to our podcast on. Yeah. Um, Which you can pretty much listen to it on anything. Google Podcasts, Spotify, I think YouTube. Any who's. Um, anywhere you get to your podcasts. <laughs> um, if you haven't liked us or followed us, um, that's the best way that you're going to find updates about everything that we've got going on. And um, we're trying to get better about posting on the Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> and posting on our other social media, too. Okay, we well, like slack on it a they bit. know why we're so busy. It's because we're all working. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but now we have we do this, too. Yeah, yeah so, so, like, you're welcome. And I still <laughs> And I still also do drag, so, like, in, <laughs> <laughs> like in different months and stuff or whatever, like, June, I do drag shows a lot. and The entire month. The entire month. Super and busy. usually we're tagging along, so, like, and we're usually, just as busy. Then the rest of my shows are usually sporadic about uh, throughout every month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was... <laughs> I wasn't at the Marshfield show because I had to work and I already switched weekends for the for the Point Pride. So See, they both hate me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love these girls. We love you too. <laughs> even though you're a sassy bitch. <laughs> Snapsy. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Sips coffee judgingly. <laughs> it's the emails Well, anyways, I think we covered pretty much all we're going to cover for this episode. So, bye. Bye. This has been the Boss Ravioli Queens podcast with your hosts, Boss Lady Amy, Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. Thank you so much for spilling your ravioli with us. Don't worry, we'll serve you more next time. Until next time, go wash your ass!